curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything, Mr. Curiosity. All right, folks, here we are, Mr. Curiosity, episode number two. I am Joe Snedeker. I am curious about things, especially this thing today, the great, the local legend, Tom Clark. Uh, whether you grew up uh, in the 80s, 90s, thousands, you're still around, you got to be curious about this guy. He's a part of everyone's life. And I sat down to talk with Tom for a uh, good 40 minutes. His life, his history. His, uh, he tells good stories about vacuum cleaners, <laughs> sequence jumpsuits, being in a rock band, studying at college. I mean, this is deep in depth and informative. You're going to love it. I loved it. It was not at all fake or programmed or, uh, or canned in. This was the real deal, folks. So sit back, get on your bike, get out, uh, get out your walking shoes, and have a good time listening to my conversation with the great, the one and only, Tom Clark. Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything, Mr. Curiosity. All right, folks, it's happening. This is it. The one, the only, the legend, my idol, my hero, Tom Clark. Joe, <laughs> it's you. It's, it's, no, it's good you. to be here. Good to be here. <laughs> folks, yes. this is not fake enthusiasm. I uh, really, this is a man crush. I love this man. He changed my life and he's right here in front of me. Oh, it's so, great to uh, be here. Yep. And I forgot what you already just told me moments ago. It's been how long since you retired here from WNEP? That's close to two years. What, what was yeah. it? What was the exact date? Oh, man. Was it December of 17? It, it, it was, the end, of the, the end of the year. Isn't that weird? Uh, two years ago, the last, last day of December was my last day. We did a little thing in the backyard. Oh, yeah, we had fun. Yeah. I Remember I got you those nice little presents? I hope they're still displayed in your house. They are. <laughs> I got to dust them off, I guess, a little bit, but uh, they look great. They're it's still like a, there. A picture, the pictures a of, picture you. of you and me together and right? a couple other things. And so, a few other stuff. things. A montage of photographs. Yeah. yeah. Still have them on display. I don't do that for everyone. I know that. I know that. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Not yet. All right. Yeah. Well, what I wanted to get, I guess, into, because I know a little bit about your past. But sure. But it's very interesting. So we start out with a little baby Tom Clark born outside of Philadelphia, correct? <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. Where, where are we? Hill, suburb of Philadelphia. So I'm trying to picture where that is. If you're in the guts of Philly, in well, the bowels of Philly, where is Drexel Hill? It's a suburb. Okay. With the lawns and sidewalks and trees. Okay, yeah. okay. And... Uh, it was the house with the weather instruments up on the roof, okay? <laughs> That's the one. The only one in the neighborhood. All right. But yeah, so, it's a suburb. It's about maybe 20 minutes out of the city. All right. So you grow up. You're a, you're a young Tom Clark. You're in elementary school. You're in middle school. Right. Uh, who, who are yeah. your parents? What are they doing? What do they do for a living? Or yeah, well, uh, my dad passed away uh, probably about seven years ago. Okay. He lived to be 92. Yikes. My mom is still living. She is 92. And she's living with us, with Norena. Oh, I. right now. She's so. living at home with us. Yep. So I'm taking care of mom, and that's going well. You know, she's easy to care for. So what did mom but and man, dad do for a living back, back then? Well, my dad just... was a printer. Oh. He worked in the printing business. It was his Clark Printing House. See, now the, st the, the stuff that's coming at us right now. Big sign on the side of the building, Clark Printing House in Get out of here. Now, what kind of printing? Everything signed? Uh, yearbooks, uh, uh, reports. No. Things like that, yeah. Well, who, who started this? My grandfather. No. Yeah. From Scotland. He had the business. Uh, he immigrated from Scotland and had the business up in the Boston area and moved it to Philadelphia. No, he didn't. Yeah. So here's a guy in Scotland. Let's go back 100 years, oh, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yep. Alfred. He, yes. He comes to the United States. 
Yep. Your grandfather. My dad was born in Scotland, and he brought dad over. No way. When he was a little boy. And they go hey. from Boston to Philly. Why Philly? Yeah. Do you know? Did well, you find that out? Well, just an opportunity that showed up. Yeah. Okay. You know, so there you are. Uh, so I have a lot of Scottish blood in me. You should know. <laughs> so thriving business, uh, Philadelphia. Here we are in the 1950s, 60s, whatever. 60s, yep. I worked there for a little while. Get know, out like as I, a high school kid? Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the uh, press room. Get out of yeah, here. I worked on some of the presses and things like that. And, and uh, is, is that it was, a, it was a good business. I mean, it was letterpress back then, letterpress. Uh, today, it's like computerized. It's yeah. It's computerized. So, but he had a thriving business for, for many years. Well, yeah. it's funny how this kind of stuff works. My dad was a golfer. And he, I think in the back of his head, without telling me, he wanted me to be a golfer. And it never stopped <laughs> me. I didn't like golfing at all. <laughs> so I'm wondering with you, did, did he think, okay, Tom's going to take over the business? Mm. And then here you are walking around with anemometers instead. Yeah. Is it something yeah, like I, that? He may have deep down inside <laughs> hoped that uh, I would move into the business. Yeah. But uh, the business eventually shut down. Okay. The unions came in. 70s, And sort 80s? of broke it up. So, uh, Late 60s, early 70s. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so you're so, already uh, a youngster. You're on your way through life. Yeah, probably thought weather somehow being in the, the business of weather. Yeah. So your he dad knew my re- passion for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah obviously. <laughs> we, well, yeah. I always tell people it called us, right? We didn't necessarily choose it. It chose us. Like I had no choice in this weather thing. I think it, a lot of you, you grow up as with weather as a hobby. You're kind of a geek at five years old. Yeah. With yeah. Weather. It pulls you in. It's not like yeah. you choose it. It's like, okay, this is, I'm following the light. But this, yeah. so your dad sells the business. He's walking around with gobs of money. <laughs> he's retired. He's yeah. got young Tom Clark. Tom Clark's now interested in college. And are we there yet? We're not. We're not in college yet. Okay. I had a couple of jobs after uh, high school before I went back to college. Oh, are went you working college? So yep. you're not working. I at worked the... in retailing for a while in the printing business no, for you're a not. number of years. Did a little retailing. Get out of here. Yep. And uh, I sold swimming pools one summer. You did not. I did. So yeah. you're, you're the pool guy? DJ, you never knew I, this I, that, That's why me. I wanted to do this. And that's why, pre- folks, yeah. I'm not being fake. I don't know a lot of this stuff. I wanted to keep it real. Swimming pool salesman, yeah. Like, what do you mean? Okay, I want a pool. Yep. You knock on my door. Uh, above ground pools. Here comes Mr. Clark. What do you say to me? Well, I'm in the office. They come to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we want a pool. We, Here's what you need. Here, these are all the materials. and Get out of here. You set it up. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, so, and then you were probably there, you were discouraged, you weren't enthusiastic, it's just. Yeah, I kind of wondered, had a job just to, you know, fill the the tank with gas and spending money. But what are are you now, 2021 when this is all happening? 22? I don't know. Yep, yep. So eventually, Joe, what happened was, I decided, my parents, God love my parents, because without them, I certainly wouldn't have had the success I had in broadcasting, because... I uh, started out, I went back to school to start studying meteorology. And I was about maybe 23, 24 years old. Played on a tennis team at Delaware County Community College. But wait, this is and very I interesting. There. There's not too many students. You started your college career that late. Not yeah. that that's late, late. But, no, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you have three, four years of post-high school trying to find a job, doing this, doing that. Yeah, always had a job. Uh, yeah, I guess one I to the other, to... you know. Maybe I, I was unemployed for a couple of months, but that I'll, is always had a job. Were you a weather but... geek during all those years? Yes. Like you were 17, yeah. 15, 19, yep. 20. Yep. Weather instruments, as I, you know, stuff on the roof. 
backyard. Always had that interest. Well, may I ask then why, like, you're a senior in high school and you, you didn't think, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Like, why didn't that connect? Well, I wonder. Yeah. I, uh, it just didn't happen right away. I, I, Interesting. I guess I wasn't really digging deep into schools that have meteorology at that point. I see. Right. And it probably wasn't that big of a career back then, too, right? Correct? I mean, now it's like the yeah, thing. Yeah, pretty that... much. Yeah, broadcasting wasn't as glamorous. Yeah. You worked yeah. for the government, you know, yeah. in an office with a couple of windows. Now, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but eventually it came to where I re-enrolled in, in school. I, I started at a community college. In, in the Philadelphia area? Yeah, Delaware County Community College. Excellent. Went there for about a year and a half. Okay. Worked my butt off to get the grades because I was, I was hoping to transfer to Penn State. Oh, okay. So you had a grand plan. My initial start, that first day of class was, I'm going to study meteorology. I want to become a meteorologist. Is that right? So God love my parents. They supported me all the way. I was spoiled with their support, both you know, mentally, physically, uh, 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 and financially. Tommy, and that's such a good point because I must admit the same exact thing. Whatever I said I wanted to do, and it was always science and meteorology, my parents like, great, we'll buy you a barometer. Great. We'll get you this. Great. You know, we had parents that I guess a lot of people on this planet, they, they, they're steered by others. And that's terrible. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, my parents helped me. They bought, they bought weather instruments for me for same Christmas with me. and stuff. Yeah. Books. Yeah, same with me. I still me. have the books. Merry Christmas, Tom. 1970, you know? <laughs> weather book. Uh, yeah. Weather book. So if there's any parent out there listening now, don't. Put anything in your kids' heads. Let them decide, right? Yeah, and you but, encourage it. And, but and once you see, once it. the parents see what's in their, their son or daughter's uh, intentions or passions, right? Uh, help them out with it. Help them out. Yeah. Because in a way, give them a little guidance. Uh, give them a little support. Yeah. Buy them a you know buy them a book. Buy them a, an instrument, uh, weather or whatever. But uh, you got to follow your bliss. In this case, uh, my parents sent me back to school. All right. Well, you're following your bliss, and you knew they knew that. Oh, yeah, they knew that. And right, they so saw the grades I got, too, and they knew, oh, this guy's serious. Okay, good. So you're in community <laughs> college. You're kicking butt. Kicking butt. Playing on the tennis team. Playing on the tennis yeah. team. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the women are going crazy over you. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you are a rock and roller like me, so also yeah. that's a part of it. Are you? Are you? Yeah, I was in a band. Do you want to give us the year now? Because I'm trying to put, put this all in perspective. Before I went back to school, I was in a band. Rock, oh, before you went back. Like, band. So this yeah. is what year? Are you when I was work? having those jobs in between high school and going yeah. back to You're in a band. I was in a band. The drummer. The drummer. See, I, I, I knew singer, that because drummer. I've seen you play dr- singer too. I always loved drums. I, always, I had drums at the house too. I had a set of drums because I loved playing the drums. You know. See, I can't yeah. do that. He can do that. I can't yeah. do that. So, yeah, that was a, 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 a gig, a, a stint in my life. Tennis team. That community my parents college. probably didn't approve of. You know, <laughs> yeah, rock what are you and roll, do? make a million dollars. You know, well, back then wasn't rock and roll the work of the devil? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, there I was, going to rehearsal, plant, taking my drums. Do you want to give us a band name back then, or no? We don't have a name. Dressed to kill. The band name was Dressed to Kill. Dressed to kill. That's actually. I excellent. remember one gig. I wore a jumpsuit. I mean, a sparkly jumpsuit. It no, was you like did it. Pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> See, Joe, you never knew that. This is why we're doing this. Mr. Curiosity is finding all this out. I love it. So that was it. I love playing the drums. To this day, I, I, I'd still like to get a drum set. Wow. But, but I don't think Noreen would approve of that too much. Folks, he's in a band. He's on the tennis team. He's going to college. 
Um, yeah. And then is it less band, more s- academics? Absolutely. Get, well, the band it. thing, that didn't last. Okay. You know, that was like maybe six months. In the oh, all right. But yeah, uh, the intention at community college was to transfer to Penn State. And that happened? It happened. Ooh. Um, and now uh, it's, uh, it's the 70s. I don't know. No, what, what, before I got my degree, being a senior, was with a student, a fellow student. And he had a private forecasting service. Okay. And I go, At wow. Penn State? Yeah. You met this guy? Yep. I met him through uh, Campus Weather Service, which was a volunteer service where students could volunteer their time to broadcast the weather on local radio stations. So it was a great activity for students to get involved in broadcasting. And so they had this club, this, this activity at Penn State, and we all signed up one, one night, and I saw his name on the Monday night slot. Because I knew he was the guy that could do the forecast at any time of the day. Because he, he was, was a, always abreast of the, of the data, and he had his business. So he was a Penn State meteorology student, too? Yeah. And a businessman. Yes. So and you we, hooked up with We teamed guy. up. I hooked up with him, and we had our business. It was called Total Weather. And you're at Penn State as a senior or you're graduating? Right. And we're feeding weather forecast to clients in the attic of our apartment. Whoa. Making money. Whoa. They're paying you Sending to deliver out the, the invoices forecast. every month. To, and one of our clients I would send an invoice to was WNEP. No. Because one of his clients was this station, Channel 16. And I imagine whoever was doing the weather here then was not a scientist, was just a broadcaster. Correct. So they He's a nice the... guy. He's a great guy. We'd, we'd send Jay Christopher. Oh, it was Jay Christopher being the weather. A, he was the weather guy. Hey, Jay, here's, back here's then... where to put the high. Here's where to put the low, the cold front. It's so, coming through tonight. The rain's ending at midnight. Uh, this was all done over the phone? Yes. We would brief Jay every day. Wow. I wonder what other stations did at the time. Is that like the standard thing? They would get it from a source? Because there's no AccuWeather, I They don't might think. have rip and read. You know, they, oh, yeah, you get it from the National Weather Service, yeah. put someone in the backyard, usually a pretty girl. Back then, they were starting to put meteorologists on the air for the credibility factor. Yeah, but yeah. that was rare, too, right? So you're at the beginning of this new trend, this new enterprise right. in TV where so, meteorologists are giving weather. Correct. But that started, uh, uh, Doug was his name, Paul Douglas. Oh, I knew that, but I didn't Paul know if Douglas. you wanted to say that. So Paul Douglas. That was okay. it. He, he was the one. And uh, we, had, we roomed together and had the business. And he got the weekend weather job up here. Well, wait. So he's, he, was, he was the first meteorologist on the air here in Wilkes-Barre, Scranton. So eventually ma- some manager here at Newswatch 16 said, hey, instead of them giving us the weather through telephone calls, let's, let's see if one of them can come up and do this. Like, yeah. I guess there was just – I'm not sure of the circumstances for the opening on the weekends, but Doug obviously applied for it. He was good enough to get it. And I guess he went up and interviewed and, and got the weekend job. And that was his first TV So gig. every Saturday morning he would drive from State College to uh, – Scranton. Is that the Avoca Airport then, right? Yeah, Avoca Airport. He would oh drive up. Oh, my goodness. He stayed at a hotel down there uh, by the uh, Wyoming Valley Mall every weekend. Get out of here. Did the weather Saturday and Sunday night. And you're still at home. Penn State in the apartment. Yeah, and he's, we're still full-time students. That's excellent. And I guess being – I grew up in – I was born in 66. Mm-hmm. I remember him on the air here. So that must a have been mid-late 70s. Yep. Well, yep, late se- – we, we both graduated in 1980. So, yeah, he Late was the first one. Late 70s, early 80s. Wow. Yeah. You know, we had the brief shower, did the weather in the backyard. 
But Doug was very clever, you know, like you, Joe. You know, very clever. <laughs> this is something you haven't done. Paul's out there doing the weather, and he said to the anchor, uh, we just had a brief shower here in the backyard, and the tree behind him is draped in underwear. <laughs> I just remembered that. I just remembered that picture. Well, is that true? It's true. He brought in underwear and, and draped it on the evergreen <laughs> behind him. I we guess, just had a brief shower here guess, in the backyard. I guess now that's borderline creepy, but that's okay. <laughs> it was clean. The underwear was clean. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is amazing. So, so, so he got the weekend job, and then uh, eventually, uh, as time went on, uh, we moved up. We moved the business up to Wilkesbury. I moved up with, with Paul, and we had an apartment. Near in Wilkesbury, so they must have said management here at WNEP, let's get these guys every day of the week, not just weekends. Well, an opportunity eventually came up for me to do the weekend weather. An opening came up, so I had to audition for it. Well, where did he go? Why didn't he want that? Anymore? He was full time. Oh, he became full time. Oh, he became full time Monday through Friday. He I'm became sorry. the chief. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you know, as time went by, you know, Paul moved on to a bigger station. Great and here you are. And here I am, thinking, wow. Maybe I can get the chief's position. Maybe you know, yeah. I've had some experience doing the weekends. So eventually, Joe, what happened was I got the full-time position. I finally, you know, uh, after so many yeah. uh, auditions and... Early maybe, 80s? Because I was kind of green yeah, broadcasting, yeah. you know. So, so but, back then, did, did we, who created the backyard set? Was that already established by uh, management here? Yes. Or did you have a part in creating That was established before Paul did the weekends. Jay Christopher was the first one to oh, do Oh, yeah, so work. he already had that yeah. outside. I see. So someone, the general manager, Eldon Hale, was the first one to. And he's the guy who said, let's do an outdoor set. Weather. Oh, that's roll the camera out in the garage door, and it opened a, a window on the garage door and aimed the camera outside. So it worked. You know? And I guess we didn't need three, four, five meteorologists then because, correct, there was no morning news? Maybe this was just evening yeah, news? Just, yeah, just two. Just six, evening and weekend. Six and 11. That's it, right? Simpler times, Monday through Friday. The morning started pretty early on, a morning newscast. And it wasn't then, 4.30. It was like uh, yeah, right, 7 o'clock. Yeah. But, and I know who that person was, Noreen. How did she enter the scene? Where did you meet her at Penn well, State? Yeah, we, we eventually uh, got married, you know, in Yeah, but did you meet her at Penn State? I did. You met her at Penn State. I did. In a class called Natural Disasters. <laughs> You're laughing. I'm, I'm not going to insert yeah. a joke or anything. Yeah, please, like, don't. So, so, no. so <laughs> when you and Paul are doing the forecast from this apartment and you're at Penn State, was she a student there at the same time? Did you meet her yes. during that time in your life? Yes, when we had the business. Oh. And she's charmed her and gave her my business card. I was going to say. Total look weather. Look. <laughs> I gotta try that line. Oh wait, I'm already married. Um, no, so this you have is a great. business card. Take, yeah. keep, keep them handy. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 now she, you you decide yeah. let's use her too. Yeah, eventually uh, uh, she uh, auditioned so many times and and got a part time position. I think it was weekends, but she did the weather in the backyard at the original station for a number of years. This is amazing. Then, yeah. you get, and then you're established. You got a full-time job at 16. 16 is the dominant station evolving through the 80s. You, you're, right. you're the big guy here. You, you're walking around with a big fat wallet. You're getting, you're getting, you're getting married. <laughs> with a Sharpie. With a Sharpie. <laughs> Marriage comes in now, right? Marriage, yep. We married when we were you know, both working at the station. Okay. Doing the weather. Yep. Then before you know it, you build a house. You have a child. Right. 
Here comes the 90s. Right. Still working. Here comes the 90s. Uh, still working. New station. Then I remember moving up to the station. That's right. That happened in the late 80s, 88, 89. We have this new station here. Uh, yeah, when was on, that? That was uh, late 80s. I, I think, think late 80s. Yeah. And so we moved up here, you know, raised, raised our daughter, Kristen, and uh, locally, and, and uh, time went on. And you became a legend, and I have to inject this, <laughs> follow the timeline here. So now it's 1993. You get this package from a local science teacher, a young guy in his 20s, passion for meteorology, meteorology right. I got background. a package. I remember. <laughs> we were looking for a guy to do the weekends or something. And, and, and I got this, this. It was more than just a letter. It was, like, it was a package. <laughs> and it was full of photographs. And they were supposed to be viewed in certain order. So I'm like, wow, this guy's got all the stuff I had when I was a kid, you know. So I could tell right away that you had the real passion. And that was me. That was you. I had that was a, Joe Snedeker from uh, Carbondale. Simpson, just outside of Carbondale. Yeah. So I was a science teacher for four years by then, and I have the meteorology background. And someone at work said, "WNEP is looking for a weekend meteorologist." I think who would have left then? Um, Boy, there I, was a number of people. I think I can't think of the name. It's. Uh, Semino, Semino. I think Cimino. it was Chris Semino had left. Chris Semino. And yep. I'm like, I never did any TV stuff, but I, I'm going to convince Tom. You were my idol, still are. Yeah. You, you were a, yeah. a TV presence. You seemed like a great guy. So I sent you this package. And wouldn't you yep. know, folks. I, that was one of quite a few uh, oh, was it? inquiries we got but to fill you, the position. But yours was kind of unique. It was different. And I went to management and pushed it. And he pushed it because you knew I there was a passion in this young yeah. 20-something guy. Yeah, this guy. So, folks, I got to tell you this. I come down to meet Tom Clark, the coolest, nicest, most understanding guy I ever met in my life. And he gave me this shot in the backyard. And you were talking about you being green. I was green. I was yeah, you, yeah. I was hard apple green. You know, it was like. It was rough. <laughs> Why was it so rough? Because we put a coat and tie on you. <laughs> and I think it was rented. It was a clip-on tie. It was rented. But it did not look comfortable, Joe. No, okay? I did not. I did not. I couldn't be myself. But eventually right. worked out, and you have been the uh, most amazing out. boss ever in my whole life. Ah, oh, Joe, thanks. Jeez. You know, we, uh, I always enjoyed having you, you know, as a coworker. Yeah, because you know— uh, Great we, conversations. But we talk more about just meteorology, astronomy, yeah. and all that. And we, I was always into that, too, but— Tom and I had this amazing overlap, rock and roll, meteorology, science, astronomy. So we, right. we really hit it off. Right. And I must say this about Tom, because he could have easily been the kind of guy to me like Snedeker. Really? You're dressing like that? Or really, you have clay heads in the backyard? Yeah. yeah. Really, you're bringing this in the backyard? But he was most understanding, compliant. You let me be me. And that, that's right. the secret to you. You're, you're just a great understanding yeah, I guy. I just let you go with the flow, with, with your, sh- your, your shtick. I yeah, don't, I yeah. don't like that word. But uh, but you could have easily yeah. said, Snedeker, come on, stop it. Get more serious, put a tie on. But I really yeah. respect that you did that for me. You're a great man. And I, Well, thanks. I, I did respect also the fact that you uh, got into some of the meteorology in your presentation. Yeah, yes. You know, and I've seen some that worked here that really didn't do that. Yeah. And uh, I said, ah, oh, come on, man. You got to have a little discussion. In yes. That. You can't Give me some credibility. Tell me about what you know. Yes. Give me a little Spread knowledge. the science. Get deep. Yeah. Get down and Even dirty. Even to this day, I don't hear a lot of it was with many other I know. weather forecasts. I, I, think, I think people naturally, 
Yes, they want just the forecast, but it's natural human uh, reaction to know why things happen. And it only takes 15 seconds. 15 seconds. To tell them yeah. why it's raining today. Yes, you need to know the why. That's why yeah. I'm Mr. Curiosity. I think a lot of people appreciate knowing that. You got to know just why. Just give them 10 seconds of, of their time. Yep. And that's all. Just a little bit. Sprinkle it in. Yep. Well, if it's almost like if you want to know the score of a baseball game or a football game, hey, who won the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, okay, the uh, Cowboys won, but why? There was a yeah, fumble at the last minute. Correct. And let's see the highlights. So you got to know why. Pass yeah, you don't want just information. You need yeah. the hows, whys, and the details. Not a lot of – don't, don't forget that quite a few people don't care about the hows and whys. Right, you know, it's a fine know, balance. When's it going to start raining? Yep, yep, yep. And when's it going to stop? There's a fine balance. All right, yeah. so then yeah. – so then? Uh, it's the 90s, I'm here, you're here, Noreen's here, uh, productive years, it's the 2000s, uh, your daughter, which is very rare indeed. You have to be one of the only uh, families in the country where there's a husband meteorologist, a wife meteorologist, and a daughter meteorologist. Because Kristen went to Penn State to, to study meteorology yeah. out of high school. And uh, yeah, that, that's got to be you. I, I, how many... Couples. It's pretty rare. That's got to be know. rare. I don't know yeah. if that exists anywhere. A family, first family of meteorologists. Yeah, yeah it's pretty rare. It's <laughs> very unusual. Was your dog interested in meteorology? Yeah, dogs, are, dogs are, are meteorologists. Yeah. <laughs> Barks at thunder. <laughs> but see, yeah. there it is. I knew a storm was coming. I could hear barking <laughs> in the other room. It's great. All right. Very so, accurate. So then, okay, now we have to kind of close out, I guess, the Clark career. Now, that doesn't sound well, – I guess I don't want to have that sound bad. but No, no, that's okay. You know, the years went by and uh, – uh, Noreen was doing uh, the weekends. Yep. And I was doing, you know, the weekdays. Starting, the, came to be the noon through the seven. The doing, chief man. I was doing like six shows a day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which that's was right. great. I loved it. The day went so quick. Always loved what I did. Yes. Uh, you know, always loved what I did. And it shows, did. and everybody loves you. Yeah. Like you, you know. So this is it, through the 90s into the 2000s. And then when do you think, okay, well, I'm going to pull back? I'm going to well, enjoy life. I'm going to travel. I don't have to work. I got enough yeah. socked away. Well, that, that came upon me pretty suddenly. Yeah. Because management walked into the weather office Uh-oh. and says, Uh-oh. Can you meet us down in the conference room? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, this is big. You know, general manager, news director, here right. we go. We're All gonna, this. We're going to have a meeting. Yeah. So we met, and they told me about the company's decision to give some employer employees here buyouts so those that were at a certain age those that have been doing this for a while yeah those let's offer a buyout those have that have been here for more than 30 years okay yeah a buyout because you know by then you're making too much money yeah you right know? right <laughs> so am i next yeah um, right but but, but, but no what? so that but this buyout joe was like i, I couldn't say no right I had the benefits continued for a while. All right. And I was getting close to 65 years old. Okay. Which you still look 45, by the way. Thanks. So, so it wasn't a, a, a sour meeting. It wasn't it a wasn't, sour departure. No. It wasn't I knew a f- it was going to happen eventually because I was getting to my mid-60s. Yeah. I've been doing this for 34 years. When and how is it going to end? But th- <laughs> This is how it ended. But if you were I left, may have continued to work another year or two. That was my question. So if they never had that meeting and you were just on your own rolling down the road. Another year. Yeah. When I got to be 66, full retirement age to, you know, collect benefits and Social Security and all that. Why not? I probably would have hung up the, the thermometer at that point. You 
Well, I know because it's not like a job for you. That's how I feel. You remember my motto that you used to laugh at? I think you have the same one. Like every people go on vacation. Every day is a vacation for me. <laughs> that's how I feel about my life. I love I my love job. It. I love being I home. I love my dog. So that's kind of what you did, right? That's I mean, you great. just love coming to work. To get paid for what you love to do? Yeah. Wow. Yes. Wow. Do you yes. realize that's the minority in this country? Yeah, most people yeah, yeah. go to work. You got that right. But you and I know. It's an honor to see the data and see how things unfold and study the data and look at the weather data. Yeah. So it's but I, to be able to formalize it in front of a mass audience. Oh, yeah. That's the icing on the cake, I know. man. Back before the internet, guys like you and I would pay to see the data, correct? Remember that? Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to pay services to get computer models, to get data from airports. You had to pay. Now it's free, so you just yeah. take it for granted. But Remember the daily weather map? It yes. I, I patiently wait for that. Yeah, there was, was a, a day old. It yeah. was a day old, but I got <laughs> But uh, that was so cool. But yeah, so it wasn't my decision to leave right then and there, but it, it, uh, it came down to accepting the buyout. Me and a handful of other employers. Right. Here, and, employees. And here, here we had a nice party for you. It was emotional. Yeah, it was great. The turnout, and bang, it was over. Yeah. It was over. And now I'm it's retired. all retired. Yes. It was. It was kind of an amazing feeling. Is it? Yeah. Because I imagine, and I'm going to get to some questions here from people. That this is one. This is a good time to start. I think this one okay. person asks. Are you ready? Joe, it's great to see Tom again. He looks great. So they must have seen pictures of you. Um, ask him and Noreen how they like retirement. But this is the part that got me on this gentleman's question. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a woman, Pam. She said, I retired two years ago and wish I didn't. Yeah. Wow. I, I hear that from wow. some people, but not yeah. most who have retired. I don't know whether they didn't like it because they were bored to death right. and they had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, climbing the walls. Yeah, I, I wonder that some people do, do that. Yeah. Not me. Oh, folks, did you hear that? That was a sincere, no. deep, passionate, no, retirement is, is so nice. It is. You know, because my, first of all, I'm able to afford it with my investments. Right. You know, with the company here yep. and yep. Other, other things. And uh, uh, I'm always doing stuff. Yeah. You're busy. And you're traveling. I'm not. All, I don't have to look at the clock on the wall every minute of the day. And you know, I'm off the schedule. I'm off the grid. <laughs> I'm off the grid. But I'm always busy doing stuff. That's I've never the key, right? Bored. Yeah, yeah, that's the stay key. Stay active. I will find this though, and this is where I need advice from you. Let's say I take a week off from WNEP. I, as you know, I'm a biker, a hiker, a walker. I get sure. out in the woods with my dog all the time. Sure. I find out that I find more pleasure in biking after I say. I worked, and now finally I have some free time to myself, and now I can go for a bike ride. It means more than if I'm off a whole week, I'm almost like, oh, biking's not such a big deal because I didn't do anything else all day, all week anyway, so what's the big deal? It's almost like you need pain to appreciate the joy, and work is that quote-unquote pain. Yeah. Well, how, remember that when I worked, how much you enjoyed a Saturday morning. How yes, they mean more. The weekend. So if every day oh, yeah. is Saturday, do you feel a little bit of that? Yes. Okay, so there's a little bit of that, right? Some people say, you know, boy, I can't believe I had the time to do all the things I'm now doing in retirement. You know what I mean? Like, that's so true. Okay. Because I feel the same way. How did I ever have the time when I was working here? Yes, to do all the to things. To do all the things I'm doing now. Work got in the way. Around the house, you know, traveling, doing stuff, projects. There's always something. And yeah. 
you didn't have time to do all that when you, you worked got it here. now. And you have it now. So every day is, is kind of like Saturday. Yeah. It's and maybe, amazing. And, and maybe it takes a little bit away, but if you keep busy and you keep the attitude, you got it. That's so it. Yep. That's excellent. All right. Well, how about this okay. one? When is he coming back? Oh. <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> you, you will not be. It, the, the, people have asked me all the time, hey, fill in. Weekends. Why not? But no. No. You know, Joe, the longer I'm away from it, the less desire I have to come Isn't back that in something? here and Isn't that put a show together. Yeah. No, I'm not coming back. Ooh. No, I'm not. Oh. I'm not. As you should not, because you're enjoying yourself. You're busy. Why put yourself through uh, uh, the, the regimen yeah. of, a, of a But I appreciate the question. How about this one? I know you're going to like this one, because I don't know the update on this one. He's been talking about it for years. Here we go. Ask him about his Corvette. Is oh, there, is no, there you one? you had to ask is me. There, oh, no. You, know, you can I decline. Bad, I have bad news. You can decline. I don't have one yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. No vet yet. So but it's coming. I still have the passion for Corvettes. And people ask me that, you know, and, and uh, the, the time will come. You Folks, know, he, you know how expensive they are, I know, Joe? I know. And yeah. he used to bring me brochures at work. We'd look them over. So that was five, yes. ten years ago. And you said maybe someday. The oldest Stingrays. Yeah. Uh, even the new ones are, are fabulous. But uh, not yet. But not it's, yet. it may happen. Is it in the realm of possibilities? Yes. <laughs> How about this one? What is the quirkiest thing you have ever witnessed Fearless Joe do? I don't know if they mean me. Is there something that I did over the years that bothered you that, like, okay, Snedeker, he I went to? It never really bothered me, but I, so, the time you took a, a, uh, a, a dive or a swim in the pond in the backyard, I thought that was a little off the wall. God, the guy's in the water, man. That slimy, murky water. <laughs> And I think it was probably about 20 degrees outside, too, at the time. <laughs> well, I'll but say— yeah, that was one of the things that kind of stick out. Well, Tom, let me look at you in the eye and say, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, I'm it's so- okay. I've gotten over it. I've <laughs> gotten over it. I think the filter got uh, the busted from that accident. <laughs> yeah. the, the filter and the uh, but, liner. You know, there are so many, Joe. There are so many of the, of the addicts, but <laughs> that one kind of stands out. <laughs> All right. Maybe one of the last questions. Here we go. Please ask him if he finished. This is like a cliche question, but Noreen's honeydew list. Oh, does that still happen? The honeydew list uh, from the yeah, wife? I hate that term. But <laughs> I know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Because it, no, it, always... it portrays a woman as a nagger, and that's not true, right? <laughs> yeah. That's not true. No, I mean, there are still things on that list. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I put things on that list, too. Yeah, yeah, right. But, yeah, honeydew, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's, that's always going to be the case. And this isn't a question on here, but it just made me think of it, because uh, here's another thing. It could be my quirkiness and my issues. But there's times when I'm alone with my wife for a long period of time, whether it's a weekend, all week, right. on vacation, yeah. and I almost think, I love this girl. I want to be with her forever, but too much. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah. there that in retirement? Like you're together too much? Is yeah, there... it can be. You need to air out. Yeah, right? Bit. You do. That's, that's human yep. nature, I if think. If she wants to take a trip and visit family or friends. See ya. Uh, sh- yeah. Right? I let her go. I'm not going to hold her back. You kidding? Yeah. I think the time apart is necessary. It is. It is. And as I mentioned, my mom is living with us now, too. Okay, that's true. So, that's so it's good for, for Noreen to get away for a few days. Yep. Yep. Even myself, you know, when Noreen and I travel to see our daughter, who, by the way, now lives in Washington State Ooh. in a town called Bellingham. Bellingham, Washington State. Yeah, yeah. She reinvented herself. She's no longer, well, she's still a meteorologist, but she's in real estate now. Oh, Okay. 
So we, we'll fly out there, and Mom will go into a, uh, uh, an assisted living center for okay. a week or two. So things are working out. But, yeah, you need the space. You yeah, need the, right. You need the, a little bit of separation like that. Oh, yeah. I've done this. I've come home from work, and I will hear my wife upstairs, and I'll be in the basement, and I hear her in the kitchen, like, moving uh, dishes around and stuff, <laughs> and I'll wait till the noise stops. Then I'll go up. Is that wrong of me, do you think? Meaning I wait for her to leave the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. then, then I feel it's safe for me to arrive. Yeah, that's funny. I, I need well, a cool down thing. Yeah, those are little things you have to, have to know how to do. Know. You know? Then I'll arrive when I'm ready. <laughs> like if Noreen's coming in yeah. uh, and, and I'm in the house, I'll, I'll quick grab the vacuum cleaner. Oh, yeah, you know? pretend you're doing something. Yeah. I don't know. Look what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll actually walk in the door and, and I want her to see me vacuum. <laughs> You know, just little things like I've, that. I've done that a million times. <laughs> Sometimes I look out the window, wait for my wife to come, then I see, and then I run and do the vacuum yeah. or wash the dishes or, or something. Clean the win- clean yeah. the mirror or something. Like, hey, I've been doing this all day. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm I emptied. I- you know, today, honey, I emptied the dishwasher. You always look for points. <laughs> you know what? If if you do stuff like that, that must mean uh, it's okay for me to do <laughs> stuff like that. Last question. The marriage uh, is good. Don't uh, get me wrong. The marriage this, is good. Feel free to not answer this, but are, are you planning to uh, stick around Northeastern PA or maybe retirement uh, somewhere south? Are you going to head south or move away or I don't know? Is I that... think, Joe, we do – Noreen and I do comp, uh, contemplate uh, relocating some, oh, okay. someday to live closer to Kristen. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the Pacific Northwest, yeah, milder probably. winters, as you know. Yep. Milder winters. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, different climate. Tolerable. Yep. Ver- Tends to be kind of cloudy and rainy, but not as much as people think. But yeah, I think Joe down the road, maybe a couple more years down the road, we will move, Ooh. relocate. But I love my house. I love where I live now. Yeah, I don't like to even entertain the thought of moving, but okay. she does. Noreen will move a lot sooner and quicker than I will. But I'm going to go with the flow. You know, when the time comes, it'll be right. Okay. Yeah, you got to wait for that. Uh, for it can't be forced, right? No. But I think there's another, another, uh, another chapter yep. to, to live. And to be closer to Kristen would just be the ultimate. That would be so nice. That's an ultimate she's dad thing. Because miles away, you know? Because dad is going to become granddad, perhaps, right? Yeah, perhaps. Whoa. N- hasn't happened yet, but I don't push the issue. I love it. Yeah. Well, Tom yeah. Clark, my idol, my hero, my older brother, my oh. guidance. I love this guy, folks. Joe, thank you so much. I love you, man. This was I a miss great you. interview. I miss you, but it's so good to see you and chat with you. Well, let's do this. Let's put on our fake vacuum cleaner so Noreen thinks we're busy. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. See Thanks, ya. Joe. See you. Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything, Mr. Curiosity. All right, folks, was that not greatness or what? I mean, the vacuum cleaner? He had me at the vacuum cleaner. Still loving that. There's honesty and purity from a great soul. So we thank Tom Clark for coming on in. Hope you enjoyed it. There's many more to come, folks. So we're going to have a lot of interesting interviews coming down uh, your platform soon. You can go to Spotify iTunes, WNEP.com. Tell your friends. Get everyone interested in this thing. Share it. Pass it on. Podcasting is cool. It sure makes driving easier or working out, etc. So uh, I'm Joe Snedeker, also known as who? Mr. Curiosity. And we will see you next time. Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity.